Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas. Right now, we're going to take a moment of silence to remember those who tragically lost their lives in Christchurch, New Zealand. Shortly, we'll get to our episode featuring Dune. We came to learn that you know, Dune spent a good amount of his time living there, and so it's something that's been on our minds a lot lately and something that we wanted to do a small part to honor those who were taken from us too soon. So please close your eyes, think about those you love, think about those that you've lost, and think about those who are unfortunately, sadly, and disgustingly taken away from us. The community of Christ Church, you're not alone. We care and we love you. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Autograph Beer Podcast. I am excited to be here today to introduce you to our artist, Dune Hagar. He checked in via Perth down in Australia. I am definitely jealous. It's a beautiful place, and so I've heard. But this is a great episode. I think Dune is an amazing artist. He's extremely talented. The inspirations, the creations he makes are vivid. They're lucid. They're experimental. They're trippy at times. A little psychedelic aspect to it, but they're you know, really detailed. They're adventurous. And just a lot of fun. You can check out his work on Instagram, Dune Hagar, H-A-G-G-E-R. We came to learn of Dune through the interwebs. We actually have been following along with his work for a while now. We'll talk about that. But it was exciting when we were able to you know, dig through the archives and find out he'd done some work with Colonial Brewing Company. Did some really cool cans for them. He's done some cans for his experimental or hypothetical brewery. And uh, he's just a all-around good dude who we're really excited to, to share the episode with you. So stay tuned for that. Want a quick recap of the AC Beer Fest and Music Beer Fest, fe- beer music, you know, juxtapisodes, whatever you want there. But it was held at the Atlantic City Convention Center last weekend, and we had a great time. It was uh, it was really it was well run. Um, my, the only my only complaint is the music. Uh, I thought the music was kind of it was kind of shit, um, but I mean, to each their own. That's the beauty of music. I don't didn't care for the bands that we saw on the Friday night and Saturday night sessions, and so some things don't get better with the more beer you drink. But it was really cool. A lot of breweries there. A lot of new new to me breweries. You know, saw some old friends. You know, literally and figuratively, and then skipped a few. You know, we didn't go to the Founders, but uh, we did throw some axes. They had a keg tossing. Uh, I think probably the beer for us of the fest was uh, Samoa, which was more of like a dessert pastry style from Southern Tier. I think they're one of the the pioneers of that style of beer. You know, we could debate that, but, you know, their their creme brulee and their mocha and uh, some of their other stuff was definitely uh, ahead of its time. You know, checked out my boy Jaybird at uh, ATCO, ATCO which is not a comer, check that Icarus. And uh, it was just a, you know, it was a good time to see some, some friends new and old down there. So I would definitely recommend AC Beer Fest. It was w- really w- well run. Going Friday night was definitely the move, though, because Saturday night, the last, um, the last session was a shit show. And now, again, like I said, it was really well run. I, people were you know, catching a buzz, having a good time, but nothing... I didn't see any fights break out. I would definitely say it was the most diverse crowd I've ever seen at a beer event. You know, strong percentage of women, people of color. It was wonderful to see. You know, it just showed you what is possible. And, you know, maybe it's one of the first times I really noticed, but I thought it was really it was really great there. But just, you know, the session, the last session, I don't know if they sell more tickets or it's more popular. 
but it just felt like there was twice as many people there. So I think that's probably the max they would do, but I would definitely, that's, you know, that would be the the sleeper hacker move would go through the Friday, Saturday, you know, and hopefully you make some money at the tables like we did. That's what I'm talking about, blackjack. And, again, not that they're listening, but, you know, tip of the cap to the uh, the table service crew at the, the Hard Rock. The drinks kept flowing, the blackjacks kept being dealt, and the good times were happy and all. So, without that said, or with that said, without further ado, we're going to get right into episode 105. Whoa. My name is AJ Cairns. This is the 16-ounce canvas. You can follow along with the 16-ounce canvas wherever you go, whatever you're doing. We're there, 16ozcanvas.com, 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So without further ado, we're going to go down under with our friend Dune Hagar, 16-ounce canvas, D-U-N-E-H-A-G-G-A-R. Make sure you follow along. Follow along. Check it out. You don't want to miss it, folks. Let's do it. Cheers. And you know what? You might ask yourself, how did I get here? Google, iTunes, Stitcher, Alexa, maybe the website, maybe the hashtag, tic-tac-toe, pound sign. But you're here. So enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us today, checking in from Dunsborough, Australia, Dune Hagar. Uh, we came to learn of Dune through his... Well, actually, we were following Dune before we learned he actually did beer labels. So, But uh, he's done work with Colonial uh, Brewing Company, and you can f- uh, follow along with his work on Instagram at uh, Dune Hagar, it's H-A, Hagar, excuse me, like Sammy, D-U-N-E-H-A-G-G-A-R. He and I just spoke about the proper way to say it, and I, I knocked it out of the park the whole time, so I don't even know why I went with, uh, I think I was a little Harry Potter moment there, so I apologize, Dune. So, uh, yeah. yeah. No problem. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, um, we, you know, we we were following along your work I, I, before we even, like, you're one of the great examples that we follow folks, and we hope that we kind of find out they've done beer work so we have a reason to talk to them but i just think and if you haven't looked at dune's work it's super detailed has you know it's really abstract and trippy it's really intricate um and it's one of those pieces that on multiple levels it works when you're far away you see something but as you you know zoom 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 in you see you just see how much heart you know the effort and uh, detail that goes into each of those pieces so and, and what i like too is you put you put your art on unique kind of uh canvases so to speak so it's really yeah it's really just a great opportunity to talk to you awesome thank you oh yeah thank you like i said thank you yeah we're here to we're here to we're here to promote you man so i i just yeah no no thank you all right no no thank you no i'm just kidding um yeah so it's it's really um yeah i really uh, i'm excited to, to kind of learn about your story um and kind of see where it takes us so like i said as an oh, artist okay. you, yeah your your work stands on it is very unique i mean that's definitely you know dune pieces when you see them they're not like anything else i've seen so kind of what's your what's your story doing how'd you get into you know drawing and kind of where we are today okay well um i was like an only child and i just loved drawing yeah i was a fancy geek kid yeah the whole dungeons and dragons and fantasy and robots transformers all that stuff um and i just used to draw for myself really and then um i didn't really have that much confidence and yeah i just loved drawing so i'd draw away and um then in high school we had these mc escher posters in our maths class they were all half asleep bored out of our brains you know looking at these posters and me and my friends and we just look at them and they're just you know has really cool little trippy things with his amazing grid lines and, you know, all the weird little creatures and that, and that kind of really sparked something. And then we got given, like, the grid paper. There's, like, little dots and you draw isometric art on it. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. And it kind of went from there. Um, I've always been a, you know, I do graphic design and that also. And so I've always been, you know, computer geek with that side of things, the graphics and that. And sometimes those two things would come together and i you know, kind of do art on the computer. And then other times it was 
it's it's really different when you're working on the computer and doing graphic design. It's you're being told what to do. Everything's measured. You've got to explain why you did stuff and okay, I've done this T like this for this logo because of this and that and um and with the art I was able to just do whatever I wanted. So um so from there from the computer I kind of just wanted some time away from the screen so I just grab a pen and um I've loved all you know like Posca, Molotov um markers and you just start drawing on things because they, they work like that. You can just draw on plywood and skateboards and glass and and it just kind of uh, went from there. Um, I'd say the style that you see on the skateboards came from, I lived in New Zealand, Christchurch, um, and we had these lovely earthquakes. <laughs> and so you're having all these aftershocks and all the stress of that. And to just to get to sleep in that, I'd start visualizing things just that I wanted to draw or just, you know, alternative stuff. And then I found when I was drawing on things like skateboards because of the shape and that, I'd start drawing these kind of almost city things and put little creatures in it. And, and yeah, I really liked the idea of having art where you could just look at it and go, oh, yeah, it's art. Or you could, you know, zoom in and actually take some time and get lost in it so you kind of forget what you're stressing about. And, yeah, it just kind of just evolved from that. Yeah. I find myself, especially when like, some of them are, yeah, you, you do the videos and you can kind of just see what's going on. It's, yeah, it's really nice. Like I said, it's, it's like three levels. I mean, every, every time you think you see something and you kind of go down a little, like the little story of where this little character is or what's going on. And so, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's fun. Cause, yeah. Cause like it's, they're all, if you, I mean, if, cause if you slice those boards, you slice them as pieces, it's almost like a, multiple different art pieces that kind of like live together which is really cool and seeing like how you're talking about with like the math aspect of it you know a lot of those patterns you know it's yeah. kind of the symmetry is there but it's still very mm. it's it's really unique yeah it's kind of hard because you, you're trying to balance that bit of chaotic organic craziness and then you're trying to balance that with like a I've got a graphic design brain that says i should have white space and you know, have some symmetry and yeah, so it's a fun, just a fun balance, really. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I, and mentioning, I guess I, I didn't make the Escher connection. I'm a huge Escher fan. I had the pleasure of going to his uh, yeah. in uh, the Netherlands. They have a museum. I believe it's in Delft. I oh, think it's wow. yeah, yes. the, yeah, the Queen's yeah. old palace. And I've been before. Oh, and it was be it was it was my. I mean, yeah. even the chandeliers were. You know, extra pieces like every, oh. every every piece was it was it was yeah. just wonderful, and they you know they 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 used some modern techniques to kind of animate some of the stuff, and it was really oh wow yeah it was yeah. really yeah some videos that were showing it kind of you know the patterns kind of uh, like the famous one with like I think it's like the tortoise and like it you know, molds into the from the from the sky uh, it was yeah it was it was lovely I think that's that might that might explain cool. to me why I've been drawing so much to your work. Yeah, I mean, obviously it looks nothing like, you know, I don't use a ruler and it's all really, I've kind of made it purposefully just, oh, I'm just going to draw and if I make a mistake, I turn it into something. So it's not as beautiful and precise as his, his stuff or, you know, <laughs> thought of in that way. It's more organic and a bit, but um, yeah, he, he definitely has that. He definitely kind of molded me even at that time when I was sitting in math usually bored <laughs> yeah yeah well it's just funny because you talk yeah you're probably but yeah. yeah that you know people take different things away from what they learn right and you, yours was a poster in a, in a math class you know like <laughs> yeah. oh well, how did you become yeah. a great artist oh, it yeah. was i took this math yeah. class and it's like wow math. really math yeah. no, no there's a poster oh. in the class that really yeah that really helped me oh out. no i had a shocking time in um, art at high school i yeah i did terrible like score wise and all that i was just yeah, just not confident, and I think my art teacher had different ideas on what art was for me, and yeah, I just wanted to draw dragons and and weird worlds and <laughs> like games or something. I don't know. Yeah. I had a different different direction to him. But, yeah. So you did mention the the computer. Do you do you kind of do a mix mode? Do you do some of it kind of by hand, or do you and do yeah. you do some of the computer? Like, what's the what's the process? Definitely, like? yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, 
obviously you can you can start on something like a skateboard or draw you know on a piece of paper but that's it you know you want it to you want to use it for more than just I've got a you know a drawing on an A5 or A3 or whatever so what you'll do then is you might scan it in and redraw it or you might auto trace it or something vectorize it re you know change it into something new and then you can put it as a print maybe on some leggings or a hoodie or you know for a car wrap um and that way the the resolution that's better so you can scale it up as far as you want and you know you could even do a, like an airplane or whatever with it um so yeah i definitely use um computers for some stuff or you might want to animate it or um yeah it just depends what you're doing i kind of like that having the option of i don't want to be near the computer so i'll just you know, draw on a computer or like literally <laughs> draw draw on a computer or draw on a guitar or, you know, skateboard. Um, yeah, it's quite nice to have that analog time. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. Is it, now, do you, uh, do you have a, do you use it, when you do it digitally, do you use a tablet or do you just scan it in and kind of just go like Illustrator or um, what have you? Oh, all sorts. Yeah, I'll use, um, I've got like a, like I'm, tablet um but i don't have a cintiq like where you draw on the screen and that um yeah so i'll use the computer i've got photoshop illustrator after effects all that and um then i've also got a, a laptop a surface pro which i can draw on but it's nowhere near as like sweet as say a cintiq where you can draw on the screen with a kind of professional level pen and all that so that you know that might be in the future <laughs> there we go Santa might bring you one of those yeah 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 good yeah no, no I, but, yeah so it's all a mix of, yeah it just depends or you might yeah i often find at the moment i draw on paper or on something and then i'll scan it in instead of drawing on the computer i just just timing and where i am and staring at the screen all day sometimes you don't feel like drawing on the computer but yeah just, yeah, it all depends. Now, you do some of these pieces that are like kaleidoscopy, you know, kind of tie dye, you know, esque. Yes. Is are you drawing that as as one whole, or are you drawing it as a as a quadrant and then mirroring that? It it all depends. <laughs> okay. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll just have a piece of art and I go, man, that would look cool if I could repeat that pattern, um, and that I've usually vectorized and it's in Illustrator. Um, which is the Adobe program. Um, They're not sponsoring us, Dean. We don't need to. We don't need to plug them. Oh, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only if they give me like some yeah. premiumship. <laughs> yeah, right. But, um, yeah, and then I'll I'll either use some software that can fragment. Um, you can say how many divisions you want, and it will rotate it around, and you kind of choose where mirroring and all that, or you hand do it. It just depends what I'm doing. Yeah. And I like that because it seems that your method is that kind of whatever you're feeling comfortable with or what's, you know, good yeah. for your uh, mental state at the time, right? You know, staring at the screen yeah. all day is not yeah, ideal. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you put your stuff on some, like, what's, the, you? I mean, if you, I guess, you follow, again, go to uh, Dune Hagar uh, on Instagram, you can see a lot of the stuff, but yeah, sneakers, skateboards, there's cars, computers, hoodies, bed sheets. What's like the craziest thing you've, you know, you've put your, your, your work on? Oh God. Um, that's a really good question. That's the one thing I hadn't really thought about. Um, there's a jet, which I don't know if that's happened or not, but there's definitely a picture of a jet. No, yeah. <laughs> no I, I keep, keep harassing um, Virgin. It's like, come on, let me, let me do a, a full wrap of a, a jet. <laughs> that would be yeah. What's you know, yeah. If, if I ever get my yeah. own, if I ever get, if we ever get, if this podcast makes us gets to the point where we're yeah. getting our jet, we'll, we'll have a yeah, uh, uh, banging on the door. Yeah, yeah. have a version one. It'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I mean, how I use Instagram mainly is I put ideas out there and hooks, so someone might see it and go, "Oh, actually, you know, we could do that," or you know my computer company needs, you know, that thing or, you know, we would love to work with someone who could do something like that. So sometimes it's just making a mock-up or doing something to get someone else to go, oh, yeah, we can fund that. Yeah, we'll do a, you know, 
license that with the art or you know we'll pay you to do that or um i find that really works really well just kind of sparking people's imaginations um getting back to the <laughs> the question i can't actually think of what would be the weirdest uh, <laughs> yeah i think your work would be great as like a, as like a tattoo like i think it'd be really cool to see as a tattoo yes no no i've, I've had a couple of people that have wanted that so i, I should actually get onto that <laughs> um I definitely won't be doing the tattooing. <laughs> no, no, no. But I just think because it would make like a, yeah, 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 make for a great no, like no, sleeve because yeah. all these little be all these little pieces, right? And people, are, you know, I think it would be perfect. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, and it was Imagine funny. Just yeah. dumping those. On, yeah, on the tattoo, like, right? I want this. And like, oh my god! See, <laughs> like, who the fuck yeah. is this guy? Yeah, Poor what's guy. going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I like it because, yeah. I, yeah, I play, you know, I play the Xbox, so I like, you have it on the controllers, and so I just, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, when you when you explain it that way, I think it's really smart because people, well, how do I use your work? And you can see, you can really see all the variations of that, even, you even have mock-ups of, of beer labels that you're doing for, I mean, Zargon's not a real brewery, right? So, was, <laughs> no, yeah, right. no, that one was just a tongue-in-cheek, just a, a play, just to see what I could do, and. Yeah. And this, it keeps, yeah, like like I was saying before, it keeps it, you up there, and people go, ah, oh, just had an idea, you know, we've actually got a you know white label beer that we need, or you know, yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's super smart. I mean, yeah, fishing yeah. for yeah. Has that been? Has Instagram been a good source of 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 business? I know a lot of folks really love um, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm only just really pushing it now, like really trying to to use it and utilize it. Um, now um yeah no it definitely is cool i find it's it's probably better than or definitely better than say facebook or um you know some of the other ones i find it's just easy because people can see the pictures they can comment straight away you get notifications you can chat to them and build up a you know friendship and yeah i, I just find it's just probably the easiest one to work with yeah, I would, I, mean, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Now, as we said before, you you have done beer labels, and you've you know done actually it looks like you've done a mural with uh, Colonial also. So, how did you yeah. Colonial Brewing Company? How did you uh, team up team up with them to to feature your artwork on a on a can? Um, well, that that came about. We have this really cool um, creative festival that's on usually every year. They're having a hiatus this year, but. Um, the Emergent Festival, they basically um, do lots of little satellite kind of pop-up things. It could be anything from, you know, like upcycled art to getting in the head of a creative agency to talk about some disaster client they had or whatever. Um, they'll get all these speakers and they'll get artists, musicians, um, animators, photographers, everything in. Um, and yeah, you just go there for for three days or whatever, and they just party, and it's really loose. But they often do all these little interesting collaborations. In Colonial, um, they had a small ale, which was at the time we were oh my god, it's the mid strength, yeah, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but um, yeah, they needed a, a design on that. So Ian Much, another local artist who my art kind of pairs with really easily. We kind of did those cans. We did one side each, and um, it was kind of like a late night kind of end of the <laughs> week kind of. Oh, yeah, we'll get this done quickly. Better put this out, you know, uh, finding out what the specs were and all that. Um, and yeah, it was hard because we didn't get, you know, the, just working with one kind of blue the palette. You know, it was a bit harder, but um, it came out really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And we thought, oh yeah, that'll be that'll be fun for the for the festival and you know it worked really well and then it just kept going and it was like man these are better than business cards you know australia yeah <laughs> they love beer so um yeah we get all this feedback from people going oh i'm drinking it now and hello and <laughs> yeah we it was probably the best conversation starter so yeah especially me i'm a crazy introvert so it's kind of handy having that kind of that was a really good kind of opening kind of conversation starter and all that. Um, 
yeah so it just and then they just kept going they decided that they wanted to keep that design going and they've only just modified it um this year so now it's a simpler design because all the other cans were really just nice basic kind of more graphic design style cans whereas that was their one crazy let let some crazy illustrators draw all over it um the two cool things about that can though were um or one but it was a mid-strength but it actually tasted nice um <laughs> but it had a 360 lid so the whole lid comes off when you pull on it ah. so we were you're sitting there at this emergence festival with these things anyone's opening these cans because they're giving them out and it's like you know it sounds like a shotgun opening the the, the whole top comes off i don't think which um yeah, i never, I never yeah, had a beer like, i never had a beer like that Oh, so good because you can smell, smell it, and the, obviously you know drinking half of it's the smell, the flavour, you know, get through your nose and all that. You get that whole thing, um, and then when it's done, you can use it as a paintbrush holder. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah exactly right. Doing yeah, has all your I've work got, on. I've it. got one outside with plants in it and succulents, and, and um yeah, they also used a really cool temperature. Um, ink on the side so their little logo would um, it would go blue if it was okay to drink so if it was below say four degrees or whatever it was it would um, change to blue and then when it got too warm so uh, yeah, you left out in the sun it would go to like a just a see-through gray silver so wow. yeah that was, that was quite cool yeah yeah it would have been cool to actually add it into the design if we'd known we could have had some little hidden stuff that only appears when it's in the fridge or, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like but, when, yeah, we're, well, when you were kids, cool. yeah, yeah, I don't know if we had those gla- gloves and it was cold, they would have the new, like, images that would appear in, on them, which, yeah, that's pretty, that's mm. pretty, that's pretty awesome. I, I really like when yeah. breweries go the extra mile because stuff like that's not cheap, right? So the, to make that choice is pretty, yeah, no, it's pretty, it's yeah. pretty impressive. It just shows that they, yeah. it's on your can, so it's pretty, it makes it even better, so. Yeah, and then a few years later, they led us to another, just a quick little collab on a um, oh, Astra Hops. It was a um, hip hop can, so we all did like these little hop characters that were hip hop people. There was like five or six of us illustrators, and we did that one, and they gave that one out at a, um, at um, one of the next emergences. Um, and that one, I think they printed it onto a. Um, what do you call it? Like the, the the wrap that goes around it. So I think it was a, a cheaper way of manufacturing it. So that's quite, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the emergence of Astra, right? That one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and it was. I think we called it the hip hop, hip hop, or something. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah, I was pretty sure it was Astra Hop. And yeah, with uh, Ian Much, Dune Hager. Uh, Joel Lebs, yep. Timmy Kerr, Andrew That's Frazier. Yeah, cool. Yeah, just some really cool local illustrators. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Which is which one's your hip hop? Which one's your which one's your hip hop? Oh character? God, my little dude <laughs> had the beat. Uh, he had the um, boombox, I think. The long hair. I gave him like a kind of old school black eyed peas or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like a Fu Manchu looking like a mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 I, yeah. I thought no, I'm gonna make him I'm not gonna make him the atypical dude. I'm gonna give him a bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah. Fu Manchu. yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I like I like yeah the boom boxes the boom box is key with the the mic. He's he's the yeah. he's the M C so that's good. Yeah. But, yeah, there's heaps you can learn from mixing it up with other artists too, you know, you kinda work how to merge your things together and how to, you know, the actual print file side of things, making sure all your stuff will print and that it plays nicely with everyone else's files. And that's a, yeah, it's a cool little yeah. great thing to get out there. And yeah. So how, yeah, how was that since it was, was that a first for you really the idea? I mean, collaborating with somebody like Ian, just to have a, like a, on one piece that you know, you're trying to. Yeah, totally. No. Yeah. Cause I'm normally like a lone wolf. <laughs> You know, in, like hiding away in my house, drawing for myself. And yeah, so that was quite a big... Um, we also did, I think, was it that year? We did the logo for Emergence was like a big... We got a wooden piece of 
like apply in a, and in a circle we kind of all did a segment of this logo where we all had one theme like music technology whatever it was whatever part of the festival we were doing and um yeah that one was we um were recording it with a um uh what do you call it time you know capturing this um time little segment from that yeah yeah time lapse, <laughs> um and yeah that was pretty nerve-wracking cause that was yeah with every, all the artists would i think i was the second person and like so everyone would add their bit to yours and going around in a like a circle so that was pretty full-on too so that kind of probably got me used to that whole way of working but oh. yeah no it was definitely a big change up that would give me anxiety working the idea like yeah, it's no. cool. It's cool. Like after the fact that you're saying lone wolf style to make like time lapses or do stuff like that, but yeah, when somebody else would want to like See, video me, I'd be like, ah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, I think from years of being abused by clients and that doing graphic design, <laughs> you get quite thick skinned. And when I did my, when I openly went right now, I'm actually going to do my art for other people, not just me and my friends, basically. I just had to go, oh, I'm just going to be grunge. I'm just going to be hurt and just not give a fuck. <laughs> Sorry. You know, just draw whatever I want. And I even started my style, ended up changing a little bit where I, I became less pedantic about my lines and just made it a bit more, I don't know, Dr. Susie and more kind of scribbly. So I didn't, yeah. For us, it would have just been, no, no, that's not good enough or that, you know not exactly right so you know i try and make it so whenever i draw things that are slightly wrong or you know the perspective is really wrong just to <laughs> yeah just had to learn not to be, <laughs> yeah, try to be a bit yeah. more organic yeah it's hard I, yeah i think that that's one of the things yeah, no. i've realized that like depending on where the the artist their designer is in their career that their their skin that you know gets a little thicker as the years go and just, you know, uses it for, yeah. uses it to learn instead of like taking it so personal where if somebody was like, oh, I listened to one of your episodes and it was really bad or I would just like, that would just, cru- I would just be crushed. So if, you, if you're listening yeah. you think my, one of the episodes are bad, just listen to another one and t- at least compare them. Like, don't just be like, that was hot, that was shit. So yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would love to say that I'm like thicker skinned, like, but yeah, I, I don't know if I have it in me. Yeah. Uh, I get that one. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been out your head. I hold deep in my And we are back. You didn't go anywhere. You stuck with it. What do you think, folks? I think it's a good interview. Yeah, it's really easy to talk to Dune. It's really nice to catch up, learn about him, learn about his story. The connection with Escher is something that I think subconsciously maybe drew me towards his work. You know, follow along with him on his you know Instagram, Dune Hagar, D-U-N-E-H-A-G-G-A-R. I would like to apologize if you look at the graphic that we made for episode 105 on Instagram that I made. I fucking butchered his name. I spelled it H-A-G-G-E-R, and he's such a kind dude, he didn't say anything to me. But that's like a huge embarrassing thing, just because people fuck my name up so many times. Excuse the language. But, I mean... The joke around here is, you know, my wife didn't take my last name because of the fact that people spell it wrong so many times. We won't even get into the fact that people thought I was a, a woman when I was applying to colleges, but that's another story for another time. But so apologies to Dune, apologize to the Hagar family. Uh, it's nothing personal, and I would edit it, but if I delete that, then the post goes down. So that's that, that embarrassment's there for, for all to see. So we, we, we apologize and uh, we're not proud of it, but you know, we own our mistakes and we move on. But this is a great episode. I just you know, I, I love what he's doing. I, I think it's really great. I think it's experimental. You know, I probably the word of this episode is is unique, but it is. Scroll through our you know our stream, look at the other artists we've had. There's no one like Dune, so that's really special, you know, and, and again, even how he presents his stuff is really unique. It's creative. 
it's it's different. You know, some of it are you know are concept concepts. You know, proofs we're going to call them or you know random ideas that you know he puts his art on, and others you know skateboard seems to be a common canvas for him, and it's just uh, it was really it's really interesting. You know, I, I think that. They're, those are the kind of pieces, you know, they're, they're tactile, too. If it's on a skateboard, obviously you're not riding the deck and it's, you know, you hang it up as an art piece. But you're able to hold it, you know, look at it and, you know, zoom in on it. It'd be kind of cool. I know it's on an IG feature, which, you know, that's just me being cool and hip for the Instagram. But it'd be cool to see some of his work, uh, you know, higher resolution with, you know, kind of a, a zoom in capability to see some of the you know see some of the easter eggs and what what have you for it but yeah definitely check dune out check his work tell him the aj sent you but you're saying hey we want part two and i'm going to say here it comes and you're going to say thank you and i'm going to say cool bro cool bro what's well, like the female version of bro i don't know now how do folks, you know, how do folks reach out to you or how can they, you know, get get prints or get your work, you know, uh, you know, on, on their devices or, you know, can, you know, what's the best way for them to get in touch with Dune? Jesus, okay. Are we, we're up to that bit, are we? <laughs> um, right. It's Instagram, pretty easy. That's the um, Dune Hager um, tag. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, uh, my email is hello at dunehager.com. Okay. Um, yeah, but they're all just, yeah, reach out and chat. Slide those DMs. Yeah. Uh, now what's your, what's the typical life cycle for your work? How long does it take to, you know, from concept to, to, and I, I feel with your work cause it's so these intricate pieces. Is it a situation where you're kind of like, okay, I'm just, deciding it's done because i feel like you could always just continually be working on your pieces which i yes. think might drive you yeah. crazy and, and sometimes you overcook it i mean you hear that from like all artists it's that the art of learning when to stop is the hardest part <laughs> yeah let it be free yeah. um let it out there yeah what i often do is i'll i'll have an idea like i want to do a skateboard or something and i'll put it there i'll put it in my the kind of office studio and I'll look at it every day and just, Oh, I should be doing that. I should be doing that. And then once I'll suddenly get the inspiration, I'll just grab it and I'll try and, cause I don't do pencil markings. I don't kind of chalk it out. I just try and start this going subconsciously, just draw something. Um, and so I'll just kind of smash out all the outlines probably in one go. Usually while we're watching Netflix <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I know it's the coolest thing about things shaped like skateboards or if I'm doing you know like a um a mouse or a you know like a headset or something for field series or whoever I'm working with um it's just good that I don't have to be like kind of in an office you know under the lights I can actually you know watch a show with a partner or yeah he's chill out and watch Netflix and and draw at the same time and then yeah so i'll get that done and i'll put it down and then work out what color scheme i want worry about that and then <laughs> kind of go over it with colors and then i'll go over it finally with the pen again just all the details and going back over my lines and, and that seems to be the fastest way to do it too because i'm not i'm not if i sat down and tried to plan it all with pencil or chalk or a lighter color it would just take so long just because I'll be trying to second guess all my lines and yeah, so I, I just try and just flow with just like jamming on a guitar or something like in a band, you kind of have to do it. So you're like, oh crap, I'll be there. You just start playing. Um, yeah, and that can I can sometimes do things in a few hours or it could be over months. It just yeah, it just depends when I'm feeling like I want to do it. Um, yeah, it's it's hard. It depends what it is. Um, the skateboards can be, you know, like maybe I'll do all the lines in two hours or something while we're watching something, and then I'll put it down for a few days and then come back with the colours and maybe do all the colouring in 
two hours and then maybe the, the end but a couple of hours or three hours and it just depends um on the skateboard you can't go into too much detail either because you're kind of limited by the side <clears throat> which is yeah kind of a frustrating because you want to put in all these little details but, but at the end of the day it kind of saves you you don't go too crazy um yeah just I try and put in enough that it kind of balances it and makes it interesting, but not too, not too crazy. Now, be, like, um, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm fascinated by your work. Uh, is it, when you're looking, say, at the skateboard, like, do you know where that, like, how you're going to, like, deconstruct these pieces and how, like, are you kind of like, it, it's just, it's, cause it's so unique and abstract. I'm just trying to. I think I'm trying to grab, grab, put my brain around it, and it, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to see how a, how you would just kind of start. I, I don't even know where. I would even, where do you even start? I, like, there's so much going on. I, 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 at the moment, I start at the top, <laughs> and I'll go right. I'll have something that draws your eye down. So that's why there was quite a few of them that had the pyramid at the top. And there's a reason why there's a triangle kind of pyramid at the top, and then it kind of, I'll organically draw these little kind of weird graffiti style constructs and then add little people hiding behind it. Um, some of them I, I keep very vanilla. It's just building looking things. Other times it's mainly all cartoons. Or, dude, nothing's, dude none, none of your work is vanilla, yeah. mate. None of your work is vanilla. It's very, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Thank it's, you. It's like at least, it's very, if you're going to be simplifying, it's at least Neapolitan. There's at least three, yeah. there's three flavors going on at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's actually a good color combo. I might use that one next. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, let me know. Just draw me as one of the little characters in there. But yeah, I, no, because yeah. I'm just it just the it's so fluid, but yeah, it's so abstract and unique. It's just I mean, like I said, I could. Okay. I mean, yeah, I know you're you would you know with your comparisons to Escher, I just think that it's it's uh, it's definitely you can see the the lineage there. But you've take you've mo almost modernized it and put your own spin on it, which I think is. Is a great you know yeah. tri tribute to to that work, but also it's you know making it your own and it, it's uh yeah it's it's just it's really impressive. I mean, I'm, like I know I keep saying that, but I just think I I, I could look at it for hours. I I know I need, I don't to get something because I would love to have a bigger piece and just look be able to like I would st I probably wouldn't get a lot done though. I'd probably just stare at it for days. Um, at least it won't. <laughs> During the the days when I used oh, to when I used to dabble in some psychedelics, I, I don't think your work would uh, do very well on my wall. I'd probably be stuck in my chair for hours. <laughs> I mean, hypo I mean hypothetically, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hypothetically, mom, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they start start talking to you. Yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. think it's because I'm just trying to like all these layers. It's almost and sometimes it looks like you take something and just like break it apart into layers like almost with accordion back together and then just other times it's just, you're saying a uh, top-down yeah. story where you're almost going through like a you yeah, know totally I've, I've there's one thing i often do yeah you're right with the there's little kind of train character dudes and i often break them up so you can your eye follows the little broken up bits but you can see they kind of construct back together yeah you're like kind of like those old diagrams where you exploded out and yeah, because you have some arrows. It's kind of like go here. Like it's, yeah. it has a maze aspect yeah, no. to it. It's, uh, yeah, it really, it really. That's a good uh, point. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like oh, here's an arrow and goes like way. Those old, yeah, like those old encyclopedias that you used to get with the hand drawn pictures before they did the photos. I used to love those. So. Yeah, I yeah right. I mean yeah, I was I, good. I I remember there used to be commercials on TV for encyclopedias. Like that was like a big seller. Like hey, get your own instead of encyclopedias, and it was like wow. <laughs> like nowadays people think you're now, yeah you can fit it's like you can fit every encyclopedia on a on a flash drive yeah but oh, life is yeah, good it's crazy it's a it's, yeah. a it's a good problem it's a good yeah, problem we were to have. joking about we were actually tempted to get the old encyclopedia britannica you know get the whole wall of them or something it'd be quite cool it would be kind of it would be cool yeah we have in our fireplace in a room when well, we say fireplace room it sounds like we're bougie like but just where the fireplace is we have you know big huge ikea shelves and they're just full of books and people yeah. people automatically uh -huh. assume i'm like smart and they're, my, they're all my wives but i definitely make people think oh yeah i read i read a bunch of these yeah she's yeah, the, yeah she's the brains, <laughs> the brains of the operation yeah 
And then when you have kids, you don't. Re- then when you have kids, you don't realize yeah. that like they're like complete safety hazards. You have to like bolt them into the yeah. wall, which I, I didn't realize until yeah. no. it took a while to realize that. Yeah. No, my um, where I do my art, it doesn't even have a door. So just yeah, like the hallway, there's an alcove kind of area. So yeah, it's like kids, do not touch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do not eat that glue. Do not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. The one thing you tell them not to like, it's I always, I early yeah. on when I, cause we were the first of our friends that have children. And so like when people were talking about their kids, I was like, you should bring someone else's kids over to your house to think if you really child proofed it. Cause you always think it's like yeah, very tech, very, very textbook. Like, Oh, you, this, and it's like, well, the kids will never do it yeah. that way. They'll, they'll, cra- <laughs> they'll get into this and go into here yeah. and do that. So I always like, I rent my children out for a couple hours and see what they can, they yeah. can break at your house. And then it's a good market, good yeah. um, business idea there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how child labor is over there, but it's definitely frowned upon here. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's Australia. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just like, oh yeah. No, they're they're pretty PC. They're pretty PC here, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. it's wonderful. No, where I come from, you know, you'll be on the as you're a kid, you'll be on the back of a ute, you know, sitting on the back, being driven along at a hundred. You'd say miles per hour over there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, changed a lot. Now, are you from New Zealand originally, and now, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, we have, yeah, uh, no, we, um, yeah, oh, yeah, no, a good friend of mine lives um, in well, Wellington. We were actually planning, we were gonna, we were, we were gonna come this summer, but we had to scrap our plans, but yeah, we we're very much looking forward to, to getting over there. Oh, cool, yeah, Wellington's windy. <laughs> But, yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah it'll, it'll never line up. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, but it's wonderful. Great well, music scene, cool music and art there. Yeah, excellent. No, definitely. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and you mentioned you were you're from you were from Christchurch. You know, unfortunately, it's gotten yeah. a lot more. Yeah, I'm, I was born. The, you got two two major islands for New Zealand. You got the North Island and the South Island, and. You know, you don't talk to the people from the North Island if you're from the South Island and all that stuff. But um, I'm from Nelson, which is the top of the South. And then, obviously, when you get to a certain age, you want to move to a bigger city where the music's happening and all that stuff and tertiary education. But, yeah, I moved to Christchurch and just kind of stayed there for a long time. And we went through all these earthquakes and waiting on insurance and all that. and my partner had lived over in Frio, which is, yeah, Perth. Um, and she said, if there's any other place I'd raise kids, it's, you know, WA. So we, I trusted her and we came over here. And, yeah, it's just been really amazing. That sounds wonderful. People are really, yeah. That's, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what's... Uh, here, travel itinerary. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely jealous. Yeah, the the pictures he sends. I, I don't think I don't. I, I for a while I thought he was sending them to show me what he's doing, but then he'll send them like like he's pretty aware of what's going on here in the states. So he, he'll send them at the worst times, like we'll just have just in the middle of like a blizzard, and he'll be like, "Oh, I just want to show you what's going on today in the garden." And I'm like, oh, "Really? That's why you're sending that today in the middle of uh, we're getting ten inches of snow?" Yeah, I'm like, "Come on, mate." Mm. Yeah, so that's good. I I appreciate a good ribbing, you know, even if it's across the seas. So yeah. So what's uh what's what are you what are you working on now, dude? What's uh what's what's in the current project? What's, uh, what's in the hopper? Um, well, obviously, I've I've exhausted all my um skateboards at the moment. I've got to order a whole whole new um lot of blanks at the moment. So I'm just waiting on those. But I've got quite a few geeky computer stuff projects coming up and i can't talk about a couple of most of them that's awesome <laughs> yeah I've got i like i like that pipeline yeah and yeah a lot of controllers and headsets and mouse pad stuff and yeah okay now for this the skate decks do you is that do you work with a any skate shops or is that just a one-to-one you use that you, no uh, no uh, no not yet I, i've got plans for because obviously people want skatable ones because at the moment they're all wall art they're all you know they all come with deck dock mounting blocks and you, you know, put them on your wall and and they you know make you huge amounts of money when the, i become famous or something <laughs> um yeah but um 
I would like to do more um, screen printed or heat transfer, silk screen kind of actual skateboards for skating on. Um, so yeah, that would be nice to partner up with a actual skate shop and do that. Um, yeah, I think I think that kill. Yeah, so so definitely that's that's definitely in the um, pipeline. Of, you've got I've got like my my one my to do list is getting a bit larger at the moment. <laughs> it's growing. Um, yeah, that's that would be definitely a cool thing. Um, there seems to be a lot of people, especially in America, that really want like kind of quite out there skateboards and um yeah they've got quite a lot of people asking me about it so it'd be nice to not just do like a small run but have like a consistent thing and yeah you know, different sizes because that's the thing you can make i've made 500 of these you know eight inch whatever's and then everyone else wants a smaller size or a larger you know they're all six foot something and they're too small. So it is hard kind of trying to do that stuff yourself. Whereas, you know, if you can go through a reputable company that can print, you know, do all the different sizes for you, that would be really cool. Well, yeah. Hope, yeah if someone's listening, get in touch with Dune. Cause I think, yeah, I, that's <laughs> th- you know, it's, I just, I love it. Cause they're, they're, I think that's what everyone's trying to have even with fashion and whatever. It's like trying to have the most unique and original one. I don't see anything. I mean, I don't see. I, I remember back in the day when I used to try to. I tried to skate. That'd be the. I, you you don't want to have this the most unique. You you just want to have the board that no one else could get. So you try to get in a different town or, yeah, you know, a different state yeah. where it wasn't distributed and what have you. So yeah, I yeah that's a good point. Yeah. So I think I think it's cool. I think, yeah, it's cool. All right. Um. Let, last question for now. Uh. I'll I'll bother you probably later. I have some I have some ideas that we can maybe collaborate on but um yeah i don't want to i won't i'll I'll remove it from the recording but um in my and the reason i kind of got started back into this i used to do radio and so i'm curious what are you what are you listening to what's kind of what's on the the, what's on dune's playlist what kind of when you're when you're working is there something that you know you you find yourself listening to when you're you're creating this i love music like that's my other like I have one side of me is art and drawing and creating and you know I could be quite happy doing that and I don't know doing game design or something like that for the rest of my life. But then the other side of me, I love music. I love my guitar. Um, I just got a bass guitar for my birthday, so that was cool. Um, I'd love to have some time to actually play it. <laughs> um, so I really love music, but I like all sorts from like Motown to prog 70s stuff. But then I really love um, oh, everything. <laughs> I love, yeah, it, I can go from metal to to world music and it just depends on wh- where I'm at that day. I could you know, listen to King Crimson or Tool or um, Talking Heads. It just yeah, it depends on the day, what I'm, yeah, what I'm feeling like. So yeah. do, does the music? Uh, can you look at the pieces and say, oh, I was "Does it impact the art or this kind of the story that you're telling?" When you or is, is it is it more just kind of part part of the ambiance? Sometimes, yeah, it's probably more the ambiance, just getting in the mojo, and um, I'll sometimes hide little things in there from something. Um, but yeah, it's normally just getting into that zone or you know that feeling you know that when you used to listen to that say that band back in the, the 90s or whatever and you listen to it again you know, you've got that feeling or capture that and listen. yeah yeah i definitely yeah. i definitely but, i feel it's like met yeah, like a like a photo album in my brain that it just kind of like oh you hear that song you <laughs> yeah. think like it a, a moment or experience you hadn't thought about in a decade just like pops back up and it's like oh, holy shit like yeah, yeah. definitely I love oh, yeah. I love that yeah so <laughs> yeah so that's one of yeah it's really really great alright Dune I, I appreciate you making the time mate I know it's very late over there yeah, uh, that, that's probably been the hardest that's, that's definitely it's kind of funny like I, I've been blessed to meet so many amazing people around the world like yourself and the, probably the hardest part of the whole thing is just working out the scheduling of people's time so it's so great i mean that's that if that's really the only yeah. problem i have 
doing this, um, then uh, I'm I'm pretty blessed. Awesome, man. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me on on your show. Oh, yeah, I think it's. I think your work is great. Trying to and, find the time between kids and uh, I know what that's like. Yeah, we well, yeah we've <laughs> uh, we, yeah yeah. I always feel like a camaraderie when somebody else has like a. You, know, you mentioned all the kids and this and that, you know. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I definitely uh, it's yeah. a it's a blessing. So it definitely uh, now I guess I'll ask you know, one more as a, as a father. Have you found that how, how does that yes. how has that impacted kind of like your art and kind of how you see what your, you know, your creative process. I, I feel that me as a man, my experience in life has changed since I've had children and my priorities and what have you. So has, has, has that played a role in your, your create, your creations? Oh, definitely. In many ways. <laughs> um, you know, Ta- obviously. Time wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got, you've got that side of it. Like the, you're oh, right. I've got this much time to do this and you become, going to dad mode yeah <laughs> um you kind of allot your time differently but when you were younger and your your young 20s and that you were just go with the flow like okay i'll i'll wait till i get in the mojo and i'll do it at two in the morning or something whereas now it's you know that this is your time you've got a deadline or you know, you've got this much time to get it done so i'm definitely a lot more kind of like that now um and the other thing is you're probably more inspired to, to do it because you've got to, you know, to make it work and that because you've got kids and all that and you want to show them also that art's a, an actual important commodity and something that you can invest time in. I don't want to make my kids think they have to be doctors or you know lawyers to be successful. I want them to think you know, whatever they're doing whatever creative field, whatever they're doing, that's an important yeah, part of <laughs> um, And then the other thing is you look at them and they're so much better at drawing than you. Oh, <laughs> my kids keep coming in. I'm like, oh, look, Dad, I've drawn this. I'm like, oh, you bastards. <laughs> yeah, my kids are just, yeah, always showing me up. So Give, they yeah. keep me. You can share the brief, yeah, share yeah. one of the briefs with them and just, oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. What, what, what would you do here? Oh. <laughs> yeah right yeah. like oh you're doing you, yeah. have a, you have a new style dude you've been your your work looks a little yeah. different than your other stuff oh okay it's my it's my blue period yeah yeah and the spelling of things goes a bit weirder <laughs> yeah the e's are backwards yeah. and the d's and b's yeah we're going through that right now it's like yeah. uh, there's a lot more unicorns in your drawings <laughs> than there used to be yeah. and, yeah. and the other thing actually is they've they kind of do keep you yeah, they make you old, of course, because you get all naggy and, you know, dad nags, you know, but they also keep yeah. you young. Like, you know, you tell them stories, you make up stuff, and we often do that at bedtime. Yeah. You, know, you read them yeah. a story or something, but you'd also do the talk story, as we call them, and you just make up something on the spot, and that kind of helps keep that spontaneity and creativity alive in that, I think. Yeah. It's a bless- yeah, it's a blessing because yeah, we yeah we do that. We'll go around like, and you'll stop, and then another person has to pick it up, and you kind of go around in circles. But even yeah, like even the old like my son is. Well, I have two boys. My youngest is five, and he thinks I'm a magician now because I was able to trick him to think that he had a a, yeah. a, co- a coin behind his ear, and yeah, you do the trick, and you go, oh, there it is, and I'm like, oh, I found. And so yeah. now, if he can't find and something, do you med- Yeah. yeah. If he can't find something, like he can't find the remote or he can't find a controller or his jacket, he goes, Dad, can you pull it out from behind my ear? Just make that happen. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, I just tell him, like, oh, I haven't got that far in my training yet. Yeah, so I'm like, it's, but it's tough. That's a good one. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah I've made up, like, uh, made yeah. up magician rules. Like, well, I, I haven't seen that recently, so I can't visualize it to find it. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, whew. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. <laughs> if someone did those dishes, I'm sure I'd be able to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you clean your room? Oh, sorry. I can't. It's too cluttered. I can't find it up there. Well, well, well wonderful. The, yeah. the, the last one. Oh, sorry. Go no, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say the last one is when, you, when you're dead. Is, uh, one of the things that makes me angry is... Well, not angry, it's just crazy, is when people tell me they're bored 
or they've got too much time. That just blows my mind. Like what? Like what is that? Yeah, what is that like? How can you be bored? Like, surely you've got something you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bo- boring. Yeah. <laughs> or everyone there, yeah, they're like, oh, this is just so boring. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'd love time to be bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like to sit here in qu- peace and quiet for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what coffee's for. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you, you shouldn't it's very late there you shouldn't have any more but i'm not you maybe maybe you've no. got till two o'clock tonight working on something but um yeah thanks again dude i really appreciate you and i i'm, no, I'm, I'm excited that we're able to yeah. connect um this will probably go live in like two weeks it's over gonna so that's i'll, oh, I'll awesome. do yeah i'll do some editing and we'll, we'll go from there yeah that sounds awesome all right cool i'll be cool, I'll, so i'll be in touch yeah. and I, like i said man i really i really love what you're doing i think it's completely super unique it's it's fun. It's you know lucid. It's really vivid, and it's just yeah. You're just you're doing great work, man. No, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. No. All right. Well, I'll be in touch, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, my friend. No, totally, man. Awesome. All right. All right cheers. Well, thank you. Cool, bro. Cool. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. That is the essential. The travel edition pairs well with gaming. Dune Hagar interview right here on the 16 ounce canvas episode 105. I think that is our first episode with an Australian, but he's really a New Zealander. And so I don't know how that counts. I don't know how all of you statisticians out there will will mark that one but i think it's our first interview in australia but with the kiwi so i don't know we'll take both boxes off you know we got the crew over there at uh, garage project for our new zealand check off so who knows but you know what who cares that's just like the fact that i'm even having the to have that nonsense discussion we are blessed we are blessed to know you. We are blessed to be doing this. We are blessed to be able to tell you that season 10 is locked down. Look for the video in a couple days. We're, we're some stragglers. I would say the two hardest things to doing this is scheduling the time, especially when there's time differences, and then getting folks to send me their bio photos every season. It's fucking painful. And if you're an artist and you listen, just send me the goddamn thing. Just send it over, please. Sorry. Don't need to be get lewd here, but it is difficult. You have a camera or draw a picture of yourself, but you got to have something. Send me your wedding photo. Send me your yearbook photo. I don't care. Just send me something so I can make that graphic and do like I did to Dunes and spell your name wrong. But you've been patiently listening to 16-ounce canvas. You've been having a good time here. So we got some of uh, Dunes' favorites, King Crimson. King Anyway, let's try it again. King Crinsman, Tool, and Talking Heads. That's a pretty great playlist right there. And I, there are episodes where I drink during it while I record, but I'm completely sober today. I, I, didn't, I haven't really gotten drunk doing the recordings in a long time. It's fun, though, when you catch a little buzz and you see what, what you say. Sometimes you listen back, you're like, oh, could have done better. But I'm stumbling all over words today, but I'm not going to edit them out. We're going to keep this shit 100, keep it real. Excited about two weeks, my boy Dom. Dooch over at uh, Beer Culture is coming to the city, the big city, big city dreams, New York City, the Big Apple. So look for more information about that. Go to beerculture.com, culture with a K. Just finished the book. It ain't the beer that you're used to. And I got to say, it's a great book. Goes through almost every style of beer, gives you insight, gives you recommendations, gives you pairings to think about. It's a good starter book. I mean, it's literally, I mean, it's a beginner's guide to beer. You know, I'm uh, going to see how many folks I can share it with over over time. But um, if you haven't had a chance to, check it out. And if you'd like to borrow my copy, drop me a line, aj16ozcanvas.com. We're not the 12, we're not the 40, we're the 16-ounce canvas. Have a great weekend, everybody. We thank you, and we will see you next week as we kick off Season 10. And then we're heading to London, taking this show on the road. I'm hyped. 
This guy's never been. Hoping to catch a proper football match. Go to Stonehenge, Abbey Road. If you've got any recommendations, please drop them in my inbox. Slide into my DMs. Do what it is you do. We love you. Until next week, everybody. Have a great week.